and welcome to Inane Conversations with my husband. Last time, um, Phil, you got cut short, didn't you? Know? I felt <laughs> I did, really yeah. bad for you, but we'd already talked for 15 minutes about something, so I didn't. I, th- I thought it'd be too long. You had a topic ready and waiting, though, didn't you? So today, shall we shall we talk about your topic? Yeah, I've got to just say, it's been a long time to hold a thought. I've been holding that thought for 48 hours. <laughs> But, but now we eventually get round to talking about the topic that I wanted to talk about 48 hours ago. So okay. I'm delighted at that. Do you want to know what it is? No. No. All right. Then. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My topic is bullshit and lies. And is there like a difference between bullshit? And, and lies, you know. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I know you certainly can't tell. With <laughs> no, because I, 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 I can tell all of your bullshit and your lies. Yeah, well, what, what do you mean? I mean, like, I mean, how would you uh, differentiate between the two? How would you differentiate between what is bullshit and what is lies? Well, I mean. I straight off the top of my head can think of some examples of that, but it's your topic, so I'll let you go first. Go on. Well, I you must have some. I seriously think that there is a, a huge difference between a bullshitter and a liar. You know, because for me, bullshit is is kind of based in good nature and banter, and not not all the time, no, but no, a, a, a majority, you know, but, but like, I mean, I'm talking about the bullshit, bullshit. I mean, we used to know a kid called, called uh, Barry Bullshit. His name wasn't even Barry. It was Craig. <laughs> he, he got the nickname Barry Bullshit. And I'll just give you an example of one of the things that he told us. He told us that he worked in Blockbuster and Ritz, but he told us that it was haunted, the video shop that he worked in. And they had to... Blockbuster and Ritz? Yeah, it used to be called Blockbuster and Ritz back years and years and years and years ago. Yeah. It got changed to Blockbuster. He said he, he worked in there and it was haunted uh, and they had to call in uh, like uh, one of them Ghostbuster type crew, like paraplegic or whatever they're called. Paraplegic? <laughs> paraplegic? <laughs> what are they called? Well, I don't know what you're talking about. It's para something, paranormal. It's paranormal. It's one of these paranormal. <laughs> paraplegic of people who haven't got any limbs. Paraplegic. Phil, that's outrageous. <laughs> Is it, it's paranormal, isn't it? Is it paranormal? Well, I don't even know what you're trying to say. It's like one of these people who, who go in and see if there's any ghost activity going oh, on. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Like, um, what are they uh, called? Paralegal, paralegals. No! Are you joking? <laughs> I was joking. You were like, joking that time, but you weren't with paraplegic. I wasn't joking yeah. the first time. That's outrageous. Yeah. Well, uh, anyway. You mean like, like an exorcist? An ex- yeah, sort of like, uh, you know, like Ghostbusters, a film. Somebody goes in and checks, like, to see if there's any kind of ghostly activity. Yeah, but Phil, that, it's, not re- it's not an actual profession, is it? I mean, the go- being a Ghostbuster is not an actual profession, is it? Is there a technical term for it? No, no, that Derek Akor has done well out of it, you know? <laughs> he's not a Ghostbuster, is he? But he, 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 he goes into sense with he, What a he does is chat shit about ghosts. <laughs> he's, not an, he's, an, he's not a Ghostbuster. And then every ghost that he locates has a very kind of camp early. 
Liverpool the accent. Oh, why are we talking about ghosts again? Anyway, yeah, th- we're talking. This was a bullshit story, and he told us he worked in Blockbuster and Ritz. That then became Blockbuster. He, he said there was a ghost in there. He said, and it only ever happened. Yeah, they called in the paraplegics because his <laughs> videos and DVDs have been floating around the thing. Uh, and they brought it, brought him in. And uh, initially, they thought it was because it was built on like an old burial site, which is you know. Ridiculous! This was in Cottage, old burial site. But then, do you know what he said? The the the, the ghosts were. What? It was people who died and forgot to bring their videos back. <laughs> <laughs> it was the ghosts of people who forgot to bring their videos back, <laughs> and, and that's what. But that's bullshit, isn't it? That's absolute so, bullshit. So, wait, how, how old were... So, he was working in the shop, so he was, yeah. wasn't was a child. No, we were about, like... Uh, we, I mean, we'd known him since he was a kid, but we were about, when he told us that story, it must have been about 20, 22. Yeah, you see, this is the thing for me, because I, I think kids <laughs> kids do that sort of thing all the time, don't they? Mm. Kid, kids lie about stuff all the time to their friends. It's good natured, isn't it? It's well, funny. it's just... It's not, it's, you know, trying to, trying to make... The life more, I suppose kids do it for the same reason that adults do. They just try and make the their lives more exciting. Yeah, um, try to impress but people. I can forgive it more when children do it. Mm. When someone in their twenties does it, oh, that's a worry for me because uh, I just wonder what the motives are behind it. Do you know what I mean? I, I think it's... and actually, ultimately, it is lying. Whether I know, I get what you're saying. It's harmless. It's, is it though? It's not her. It, it might be harming the, the individual himself because psychologically there, there's something something awry there. That's what there? I mean. Yeah, it's not. It's normal, not harming you. It? It's making you laugh. That made me laugh. You know yeah. What I mean? so, um, when when um, when my brother was um, was a kid, when we well when we were all kids, my brother had this friend called um, <laughs> Lee Foster, and. <laughs> Heard his You're laughing because you've heard his name yeah. because um, we he when he was he was just used to he, he was just known for being a little liar and um, <laughs> I mean literally only kid he was he was only a kid so it couldn't have been more than like a seven or eight or something and um, so everything that this kid used to say you know we'd be like Mark Mark and Mark my brother he'd be like oh Lee Foster said this and we'd be like oh that's ridiculous <laughs> but then over time it grew into. Um, if somebody said something that you thought thought was a bit suspicious, you'd go, oh, who told you that, Lee Foster? And, st- <laughs> and still, still, to this day, I still say that to someone if if, if I think they're lying. Who told you that, Lee Foster? <laughs> but, um, but I have actually got a, a really good example as well of when people have, have bullshitted me as well on a couple yeah. of occasions. And... Um, I, yeah, it's it is different to outright lying to just being a, just being a pathological liar about things. It, yeah. It's about stuff. It tends to be about stuff that isn't really important, isn't it? Stuff that doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's, it's, stuff that's it's just weaving a story out of nothing, isn't it? Like you, you might have a little bit of a story, but then you add a lock about twenty percent bullshit factor to make it more interesting. Yeah, but let me tell you about. I, I think I've told you this before, but. When I was a teenager, um, I knew this guy. Um, he was a bit of an oddball, I'll be honest. He, he was a bit of an oddball. He, he, um, he, he was just—he was very socially awkward, uh, and um, I don't know. There was just something about him. Um, 
anyway, he um, the one time he told me that he were we because we, we had some mutual friends and we were all around his house. And he said to me that he was um, the bassist in a band and I'd never seen him pick up an instrument. He didn't even have an instrument in the house. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, really? That's 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 interesting. I didn't know that. He was like, yeah, well, um, I'll play you one of my tunes. So he, he plays this song and straight away I knew the song and it was um, Beds Are Burning by Midnight Oil. Yeah, yeah. Right? Which was quite a big song in Which the was 80s. a big song in the 80s and my mom, you know, we used to have tapes every week of the chart, so I know most of the chart topping songs of the eighties. So um I said to him, uh but but this is um Beds Are Burning by Midnight Oil and he went, um Yeah, 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 it is, yeah. And I went, So you're <laughs> so you're telling me you're in Midnight Oil? And uh and he went, yeah, 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 because he because he just couldn't. He obviously couldn't see a way of backing out of it without going. Oh God, I've been caught here. Um, and um, I was like, okay. Uh, bear in mind, I was about sixteen or seventeen at this time, and he was he, he was the same age. So he, he, you know, he's he's obviously in his head, he's frantic. Yeah. Like, oh God, I've made myself look a right prat here. And um, and then after after about another 10, 15 seconds of listening to the song in silence together, he went, I want that in the Midnight oh, Oil. And uh, I said, no, shush. Okay. Don't say, you know, I've told you this story oh, before. Don't try and steal the punchline. So, um, yeah, so he says, I'm not in the Midnight Oil. And I went, okay, so, um, so <coughs> you're a tribute, you're about a tribute band of Midnight Oil called Midnight Oil. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, yeah. Oh. And uh, and I was just like, okay, fine. Uh, and I never called him out on it because I I, I, I still, do, I, well, I'm a lot more confident than I was when, when I was a teenager, but I still don't like to see people be, being in Barry. I don't like to see that. So I never called him out on it more than I did because you know I felt like I'd already kind of made him really feel uncomfortable yeah. but I did at the end of it I was like I can't be mates with this guy anymore he's just yeah but and just quickly and I don't know if it's something about me but um again this is another music related one but from when I was a teenager um and I had this friend and we were big Doors fans when we were teenagers and again we must have been about 16 17 and um he uh he was obsessed with Ray Manzarak, who's the key keyboard yeah, yeah. for the doors. And uh he um I remember one summer he went to Devon for a couple of weeks and when he came back from Devon, he told me that he'd met my May Ranzarak. Right, he'd met Ray Manzarak in Devon, right? And they'd jammed together. <laughs> And he and he, he literally expected me to believe this story. He expected me. We were massive Doors fans, you know, and they were so far, you know, they they, they were so untouchable. Oh yeah, you know, gods I mean, of music. Yeah. yeah, and and you know, and and he expected me to believe that, and I just thought, again, what is it about me that? But do I have I got gullible stamped on my forehead, forehead or something? Oh. But I mean, like, where did he jam with him? Like, was it P- Pontins? Because that must have been a really desperate night in Yeah, I can't. Crowd. Yeah. Desperate? No, but. Wait, I mean, imagine going to Pontins and Ray Manzarak turns up. That'd be up. okay for you. 
and me, but like if if you're a Pontins guy, it's it's not generally the musical kind of uh, genre you're going to be looking yeah, for. Yeah, I suppose not. I suppose not. No, no, I don't. I don't think this was a holiday camp situation. I think this was a oh. Paul, come to my house and come to my where I'm staying and let's jam, yeah. sort of thing. So he'd been invited to Ray Manzarek's house, who lived in Devon. I don't think he lived in Devon. I think he was there. He was also there on holiday at the same time. I mean, being Ray Manzarek, he'd have his own several. Do you, re- do you reckon Ray Manzarek's ever even been to Devon? <laughs> apparently, I, mean, I find that I, quite hard to yeah, believe. But apparently, he, he was uh, he was addicted to fudge. <laughs> Yeah, he was a massive. Well, fish. they all were back then, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean yeah. Jim Mar- Jim Morrison. He couldn't he couldn't get enough of like uh, of corn. He liked the corn, Cl- fudge, clotted, like, cream, clotted cream, the clotted fudge. cream stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas yeah. Ray, he, he, he likes more of a kind of a uh, clotted cream and kind of uh, caramel based fudge. Yeah, a bit of both. Yeah, you know, yeah. Was, yeah. But that, yeah, but they were um, kind of back then. But I, I get what you mean about. Hendrix preferred nougat. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, bullshitters and <laughs> like, it is two different things, and it's not. I suppose bullshit is like not hurting anybody, but yeah. um, I do, I do find it offensive that someone would expect you to believe such an outrageous lie. Yeah. I do find that quite offensive, actually. I think it's it's down to the motive of the person who's who's bullshitting you. Know what I mean, like the the lad who was bullshitting or something. I'm absolutely certain, although he did used to tell lots of stories, I'm absolutely certain he knew that we didn't believe him. It's when people bullshit because they're trying to kind of project themselves as something better than they are to you. That's when it's bad bullshit. You've got good bullshit on the one side and you've got bad bullshit on the other side. Uh, and and your example was there in in the bad bullshit kind of category, whereas my one is a good bullshit. I don't agree. I don't agree, and I don't know what you're measuring that on. But it's it, it, it's not a, a kind. It's not a kind of measurable, measurable thing. It's just a feeling, right, of measure, okay. a feeling of balance. You okay. know, what I, mean? I don't like any of it to be honest. <laughs> and you know, while we're on the subject, you've done your fair share of bullshitting since I met you, haven't you? Well, I have, yeah. But you know, I, you know, I, 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 there's never any ill intent in it. It's always, you know. I don't know about that, Phil. I don't know about that. Mm. Um, you know, you're putting me in a very uncomfortable position now. <laughs> I, I well, feel like you. Now. You should not have brought this subject up if you did. If you thought I was going to pass up this opportunity to talk about some of the bullshit. Fifteen minutes you... up yet? How long we got to go? How long we got to go? We just want to check. Uh, not oh, not oh. Should we? Oh, we should be rounding this one up in about. Yeah, uh, whatever. Okay, I will let you. Maybe off. I'll let you. I will talk let you off because, but I am enjoying how much you're squirming at the moment. <laughs> I'm not squirming because fundamentally I'm a, I'm an honest and truthful person. Yeah. Oh, is it the good yeah. sort that you do? Then? Yeah, I do the good bullshit. Good yeah. bullshit. That, that's that, that's uh, that's godly, heaven yeah. made. Bullshit. Do you know? Do you know what I really, really love though is when I ask you a question and I can see, I can see you trying to decide whether to tell me the truth or not, or whether to try and cover it up. I can see you doing it, and and and, and I'll tell you. I'll give you an example. So. Right at the start of the first lockdown, when everything was pretty heavy and, um, you know, we had to queue to get into supermarkets, you know, everything was was mental, it was horrible. And um, obviously, we're not hugging people, we're not having any physical contact with anybody outside the the house and all of that. Um, 
So we went to the supermarket and um, I left you with the trolley and I went off looking at something. I came back to the um, to the trolley and you were standing there talking to um, one, of our our, friends, Chris. one of our yeah. mates, Chris, yeah. yeah. And um, and we, we chatted for a little bit and then, and then Chris left. And uh, I just, knowing you and knowing the sort of person you are, I just knew... You, you'd shake in his hand. <laughs> I knew you had, even though, you know, we're not supposed to be touching people. We've maintained a safe distance from family members and everything. Mm-hmm. I just knew the first thing you'd have done when you saw him was put your hand out oh, to him, yeah. right? So I said to you, did you shake Chris's hand? And you, for a, for a good five seconds, you didn't answer me and you were thinking, and I know exactly how this all played out in your head. You were thinking... I could say no, but then Chris might tell um, Louise, our other friend, that he saw me and I shook his hand and Louise might tell Dawn. Yeah. So if I say no and she finds out I'm lying, I'm going to be even in even more trouble <laughs> than if I just tell her the truth now. So And I could see all that going through your head, going through your head. So um, after about five seconds, you went, yeah, I did, yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's bullshit and truth as an equation, isn't it? Because I'm obviously thinking... What won't get me in more trouble? Uh, yes, so, but Phil, so just good. tell the truth. It doesn't matter about how much trouble you're going to be in. Just tell the truth. You're a grown man, for God's sake. I did shake Chris's hand. I know you did. <laughs> I already knew you did before I asked the question. Before you even, yeah, I know, I know. But that's that's because you. And are... this, it's so funny because there's so many times I ask you questions like that, and I can see you weighing up the options in your head and trying to do a quick sort of see into the future to see how it might play out if you lie to me um all i can say to you is is well done miss marple (laughs) (laughs) i do you know i think as a wife and a mother you do have to be you you have to have a touch of the detective about you Mm -hmm. You uh, um you know but uh but yeah so um no that was quite that was quite a good um Quite a good topic. I'm sorry that I uh, put it off. Well, well, it's okay. It's okay. So, are we? Uh, do we like bullshit or not? I don't personally. Mm. Um, I think because I'm subjected to so much of it around this house, <laughs> and um, and, blank and also, <laughs> um, and also, um, I don't. I don't think it's harmless. I think trying to deceive somebody else. You know, I'm a big. Yeah. fan of being honest oh, yeah, yeah. And, and telling the truth i'm a big fan of that i, I, yeah. I do think You've honesty got a very is the best moral concept. code haven't you yeah. Yeah. yeah um but um so i don't i don't think trying to deceive someone even if it's in for whatever reason it is even if it's not for, for an important you know even if it's just to make yourself look look better i i do do always lose respect for for someone if i find out they've lied no. you know so um but clearly, you're a big fan, aren't you? Oh, yeah, love it, love it. Big champion of bullshit. Okay, well, we just have to agree to disagree on that one and call a close to this. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, but but you know, th- thank you, thank you again for your honesty, even though uh, all my answers have been based in deceit. Yeah, as as per really. Okay, well, we'll leave it there then, shall we? <laughs>